Today in Watching Your Wealth, what to consider before you invest in a restaurant. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, while you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. David Steele is founder and CEO of One Wealth Advisors and founder and managing partner of Natimius Restaurant Group. Welcome, David. Hi, thank you. David, so first, I think folks are considering investing in a restaurant. You said they first need to determine if they're going to be active or passive investors. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I would imagine 99% of people that are listening to this podcast and are possibly considering investing in a restaurant uh, would be, should assume they're going in as passive investors, meaning uh, most of these uh, restaurants are structured as LLCs where there's a managing member of the LLC, that's typically the restaurateur who's seeking capital, and non-managing members of the LLC, uh, which are people with capital that want to invest, and they have no say in the operations of the business whatsoever. And those are the they're passive very, investors, the people with yeah, no say. They just give their money. Right. They just give their money. Now, the truth of the matter is, if the if the passive investor is making this as a lifestyle investment, meaning they're excited about the the, the, the industry and mm-hmm. they sort of want to see you know participate in the creation of something that's going to happen in their city or their neighborhood and it's culturally meaningful, it's probable that they're going to want to have the type of relationship with the managing member where they feel heard. And mm-hmm. so uh, uh, they, although they may be passive investors, if the sphere of the relationship between them and the managing member is solid and understood, it's probable that the managing member is going to create a forum and a relationship where their feedback is going to be considered though not required to be uh, executed. Got you. That makes a lot of sense. When people come to you and say, you know, I want to invest in a restaurant, how much of their portfolio roughly do you say you should invest uh, in terms of your capital? Should you say like 1% of your asset, your liquid assets? or What does it depend on or what would you advise? Well, I'll give you a longer answer than maybe you wanted right now. You can interrupt me if you like, but it really depends upon the type of, of restaurant. If it's a one-off restaurant, which is not a scalable business model with repeated businesses that are one after the next located in different geographies with regional management and, you know, a real legitimate scalable business. If it's a one-off restaurant, which a lot of restaurant investments are, uh, you're you're looking at you should only invest what you can afford to lose because many, Mm. you know, I've heard statistics ranging from, 80% 80% to 95% of restaurants fail. I think it's so much it depends upon uh, uh, a lot of variables. So those statistics I never really fully trust. But the bottom line is if it's a one-off restaurant, there's a much higher likelihood of failure. Mm. And it looking, it looking unlike a true business, mm-hmm. whereas if it's a multi-store business, fully scalable with a, with concept, a concept that's repeated from store to store, that's much more like a traditional re- business investment. And, and for, the, for that latter scenario, I mean, it's a private investment, illiquid. You know, as an advisor, I typically like to see people have no more than 10% of their overall liquid net worth invested in private investments, Got it. venture investments. And restaurants certainly shouldn't make up all 10%. So, yeah, I mean, we're getting 
further and further down towards that 1% at most. Mm, interesting. It's a really good point that you raise that people could lose their entire investment because they may not, the restaurant may close, it may not work out. I see that all the time in my neighborhood. Uh, tell me about how how you can figure out how much you're going to make. You had mentioned something about uh, looking for the cash flow projections of the restaurant. Well, yeah, I mean, the uh, most of, you know, with the, the restaurant uh, investments I've been involved in structuring, what we typically try to, it's always about cash flow. Mm-hmm. What is the expected cash flow from operations? And in the finance world, we call it EBITDA. In the restaurant world, we call it cash flow from operations. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always about projected cash flow from operations. Are the projections accurate? Well, you know what? That's dependent upon whether the restaurateur has experience. Have they done deals? deals these, have they done restaurants yeah. before? Are their numbers trustworthy? But if assuming their projections are realistic, the cash flow from operations is the number to focus on. And that as a percentage of the capital needed to build the restaurant is the real ratio we're interested in. Generally speaking, uh, as a very rough rule, I like to see cash flow from operations be equal to something along the lines of, of, of at least one-third, if not more, than the entire capital budget needed to build the restaurant. Now, where, how, where would a novice investor find out that information? Do you ask the restaurateur for that, and, and how would they come up with those numbers? Well, no restaurant investment should ever be made in a restaurant uh, investment opportunity that doesn't have fully-baked, well-vetted financial projections, and in those financial projections that are inevitably going to be presented to the uh, investor as a, given the, when given the opportunity, uh, the, the numbers should be very you know, plain as day right there. So if, if there are no projections, run. Right. And if there are projections, make sure they're accurate, trustworthy, uh, and, and hopefully done by uh, either a restaurateur that has experience doing them or the restaurateur has hired a financial consultant, which there are many of them out there that do these projections for restaurateurs. Now, if you do, the restaurant does make and it does start doing well, at what point should you expect to start making some money off of your investment? Well, most of the uh, projects I've been involved with are in the San Francisco Bay Area. And what we generally see out here is these LLCs are capitalized by non-managing members who uh, then... Uh, usually have what we call a flip, which means that even though they may only own, say, 30% of the restaurant, they usually are entitled to a much greater percentage of the distributable cash available on hand until they get the initial investment that they made back. So if somebody invests, if it's a million dollars that the restaurateur is raising and an investor chooses to put 100000 in and there's maybe nine other non-managing mm-hmm. members with them, uh, they might receive 100% of all distributable cash until they get their the full million dollars back for all 10 investors or $100,000 back per investor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when that happens, after that happens, they then receive, say, 30% of the distributable cash ad infinitum for the rest of the life of the restaurant. That's usually what we see out here in the Bay Area. I have not been involved in the financing of restaurants in other regions, mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's the... How, how other regions handle, but I suspect it might be. Gotcha. Real quickly, do you recommend investing in a restaurant owned by, say, a friend or a family member, or do you think that's not so great an idea? Uh, oh, it, it depends. I mean, I, you know, I, I have heard since the beginning of my career, you should never do business with friends. Mm-hmm. You could potentially ruin the relationship. Okay. 
I, I guess I hear that. I also hear, uh, I also have experience, and I tend to do a lot of business with friends because it can embolden a relationship and make a relationship more dynamic and interesting. I think that's much more of a, a general cultural and societal question than it is a restaurant-specific investment. Do you or don't you choose to do business with friends? It's a personal ideology. Mine is I do a lot of business with friends, and I love it. Got it. Uh, we have about 20 seconds left uh, for this segment. I'm just wondering, any last tips or mistakes to avoid when investing in a restaurant? If it's a restaurateur who's never opened a restaurant before and has no track record, and it's a one-off restaurant that does not potentially look like it's going to scale into multiple stores, the business plan is it's just one restaurant, do not invest a penny that you can't afford to lose 100% of. And you should be assuming you're making the restaurant not just as a, from an investment thesis perspective, but because of cultural or societal or relationship type of reasons. And there's nothing wrong with that. People do those investments all the time, but just know what you're doing. Got it. Great advice. Thanks so much, David. Would you stick around and take our fun financial quiz? I'd be happy to. Great. You stick around, too. Hey, this is Stephen Perlberg from the WSJ Media Mix podcast. Are you interested in the biggest changes in the media and advertising business from Facebook to Snapchat? Tune into the WSJ Media Mix podcast for interviews with some of the biggest names in media, from Gawker CEO Nick Denton to Turner President David Levy. For more, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Now it's time for financial advisor David Steele to take our fun financial quiz. David, you ready? Yes, I am. All right. What's the best financial advice you ever heard? Uh, Live debt-free. Love that. Worst financial advice? Invest in a one-off restaurant. (laughs) Fill in the blank. Money can buy? Uh, Reduce friction in your life. True. Money can't buy? Happiness. Yep. If you won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it? invested in short-term municipal bonds. Hmm, Interesting. Great fun. Thank you so much for joining us, David. Absolutely. My pleasure. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.